Yo guys, this is Batman Live 2002, and today I have a special guest. Uh, he goes by Anime Nerd, and you can find his podcast on Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, like all the various platforms out there. But anyway, he's guest starting today. We're going to talk about uh, the new Broly trailer. We're going to talk about the new Yu Yu Hakusho OVA that's coming out, and just uh, just... Uh, anime news in general. So I did tell you guys I want to do anime news today, which is Friday. So that's right on the guest to do so. So enjoy the show. And I apologize if there are any audio issues. I had to record this on my iPad. So it's not as clear as when I'm talking into my mic. Anyway, enjoy the show. Also want to give a big shout out to my boy Cratter. Um, you can find him on YouTube, SoundCloud as well. And uh, he's the one that does the beats for my podcast, or at least the new intro I have. So um, I meant to give him a shout out much earlier than this. And I apologize for that, man. But big shout out to you. If you want to buy some dope uh, anime uh, trap beats, uh, go to YouTube, type in Cratter, C-R-A-T-T-E-R. Uh, and also you can go to airbit.com. You go to soundcloud.com, type it in, and you can just check him out. He has some awesome freaking beats. So um, if you have a podcast of your own or if you just, you just want to listen to some awesome music, uh, check this guy out. Enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Long time, no chat. That's right, yeah. So it's cool to have you back on the podcast for my listeners. This is Anime Nerd. We're going to be co-hosting an episode together because there's just some there's some some dope news coming out or stuff coming out uh, that, that I'm just excited about. I know you're excited about too, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm always excited about any news about anime related, so you know. Oh, yeah, of course. So today, of course, I'm having you come on. But of course, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Anime Nerd. In case you guys haven't heard of me. And you know, I talk about any type of anime. I'm a big fan of anime and also video games. So if you want, if you're interested, you know, follow your boy. All right, cool. And this is Batman Live 2002. I do anime reviews and all that stuff. 
But yeah, man, I brought you on today because they dropped that Broly trailer. Uh, how mm-hmm. long? How long ago uh, did they drop that trailer? I, I forgot. It's been like a month or so. Is it a month? Weeks? I think I it's just know. a couple of weeks. I felt like I just recently talked about it. I, well, I know they dropped the news like a month ago, but the yeah. actual trailer, I think it's about been a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I don't know why I thought a month. Maybe I was just thinking of the news of it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah they're yeah. coming out with another Broly movie. Yeah, definitely the news came out first, and then they showed the trailer of it. So Yeah. Well, it, it, let, let me tell you what I think, and then we'll jump into, you know, your thoughts. Okay. I know you did a podcast on it. But, man, the thing with Broly is that I have a love-hate relationship with the Broly movies because the mm-hmm. first Broly movie was dope, all right? The second one was, man, when he was fighting uh, Goten and Trunks as kids and they yeah. don't go on. And then they came out with Bio Broly. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? You know? So yeah. I was like, Bio okay. Broly by far was the worst one. That was a pointless one. But yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, it was so stupid. So I was just thinking to myself, okay, I, Broly has to be, it has to be like a, they're, they're they're coming back with something fresh, something new. Mm-hmm. I don't think. In fact, I think they're trying to make Broly canon now. If if I'm correct, Broly yeah. was never canon. Yeah, the old Broly was never canon, so this Broly is definitely supposed to be canon, which is majority of all the Dragon Ball Z, Super, whatever, all the Dragon Ball fans wanted. Because if you think about it, they wanted Bardock and Broly to be canon. If you yeah. ever seen like some of the requests that fans wanted from them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, so now they're bringing Broly into the picture uh, as a canon character. So I'm like, they have to, like, um, they have to do it different this time around. It's, it's not going to be the same Broly that we've come to know, love, and I guess hate eventually Yeah, <laughs> uh, with that last movie. So it's got to be something completely different. He His power level now has to be on par with, like, Super Saiyan Blue and I don't know about Ultra Instinct and all that, but basically... He, he's way more powerful. He's, his personality, I don't know if it's going to be any different from what I've seen mm-hmm. in the trailer. It seems like, you know how he's all kind of passive? Yeah. When he's in, like, very non-confident looking when he's not in beast mode. Yeah. It seems like, at least from what I saw, it looks like he's always, he, he seems more confident to me, but you really can't tell, you know, yeah. that much from the trailer itself. But uh, what, what do you think? Well, so for me, comparing it from, since I can only compare the trailer, obviously, yeah. from the old Broly, um, this Broly do look a lot more, he seemed a lot more there. Because if you look at the past Broly, where it was just him, where he was being controlled by Paragus, his dad from the old movies, he kind of looked kind of, I wouldn't say all there in the head. He was just like a mindless, yeah. like a mindless soldier. And then when he go berserk, he's definitely become a mindless soldier for the yeah. most part. And the thing that I noticed from that's going to be different from this movie um, than from all the other that, of course, obviously the backstory is going to be different, which I'm kind of excited about because other than, you know, the first Broly movie, the backstory of Broly was kind of retarded that pretty much Goku was crying. and No, oh, yeah. He didn't yeah, get that was, that was stupid. I didn't even think about that. that was yeah, stupid. it was like. <laughs> So you're yeah. mad. You're upset with Goku for being what babies do. They cry when they, <laughs> they can't talk. So you're mad because he interrupt your sleep. As and a baby. 
Yeah, he was just a he was just a baby. Like exactly, you was a baby too. So you hold on, you you is that level of petty that you hold on <laughs> to a grudge for that long. That, I had to think about that. Like he, that level of pettiness is yeah. is real with Broly. But so yeah. hopefully this Broly. Uh, I know I've seen some stuff that people think he's become a Z fighter, but on in all honesty, I think what Dragon Ball Super is doing is trying to build the universe a little bit. And okay, I, and my like, my bad if I'm going too far ahead, but like, no, no, thinking, no, it's all good, man. Keep going. Uh, how I'm thinking how they're gonna do is like how they brought back Frieza. Now, Frieza is part of the Dragon Ball um, mm-hmm. Z. Now, I, I could see Frieza being an anti hero, but also not an anti hero, kind of like he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. But if he bothered Goku and them, you know, they're gonna go in there and just mess him up. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like the same thing is gonna kind of happen to. To Broly, this newer Broly, Goku and Vegeta ain't gonna beat them by themselves. They might try to make Fusion canon, the you know Gogeta. Oh yeah, they might try to make him canon. Which if they do, that'll be that'll be pretty cool to see yeah. a, a canon version of you know Gogeta. And pretty Man. much they're gonna have to beat him. But then once they beat him, Goku and then Vegeta gonna end up getting out their fusion, and Goku's gonna leave him alive because Goku want to beat him. By himself, because everybody know how Goku is. Of course, he want to be in himself, and I'm pretty sure Vegeta want to do the same thing, and Broly want to get stronger. Then it's just going to end up having these three Ultimate Saiyans, and then some bad guy from a different uh-huh. saga is going to come up, and they all have to team up and fight. Exactly. So you have pretty much your big three. Because I'm thinking what they're doing is they're weaning out Gohan, because we know I'm a diehard Gohan fan. But if Broly is canon, and they're going to keep him alive. Yeah, Not good for us Gohan fans. <laughs> no, no, man. I mean, what they did to Gohan is just a tragedy, man. <laughs> Should be a crime. Oh, <laughs> they need to be arrested for that. <laughs> no, for real? No, no. I'm not gonna be one of those fans that's like, oh, I'm gonna send you death threats for. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding, but still, still, um, I still, I, I still express my strong displeasure with what they've done to Gohan, which is hey. just. Yeah, it's a straight up tragedy, man. Especially how they teased us thinking he was gonna come back. Stronger. Oh man, nope. and then he didn't even get a new form or anything. I mean, I'm glad to see that he's back at Ultimate Gohan or whatever form you want to call it, Mystic Gohan. But yeah. I was expecting a little bit more when he said he wanted to get stronger than that of uh, you know, than Super Saiyan. I'm like, okay, all right, so we better we better see some new, some new. Gohan type stuff, but no, nope. getting into the same thing. He didn't even make a big splash, truthfully, like we thought he was going to do. Not at all. But then, uh, you know, it, while we're on this topic, Gohan, I've always wondered what was Ultra in uh, Ultra Instinct, uh, Ultimate Gohan. Uh, what is his power level like? Is that like a Super Saiyan? Like, is he at oh. Super Saiyan three? So, from my, from my understanding, at the end of Z, Gohan was the strongest fighter. Due to yeah. his ultimate, well, not ultra instinct, but his ultimate yeah. form being that surpassing. Because if you look at it, Goku Super Saiyan three was uh, having a hard time fighting Majin Buu. Well, they say technically Goku could have beaten Majin Buu at Super Saiyan three. That's what. Some oh, when, were you saying. mean like Fat Buu? Yeah, Fat Buu. Yeah, yeah. But when Buu became, you know, Super Buu. Uh-huh. Yeah, think Super Buu because then it's Kid Buu. But yeah, when he became Super Buu, um, Goku wouldn't be able to fight him. And then Gohan, being in his ultimate form, could beat him with ease. The Gohan was surprising me that he would even do something like that, got cocky. Yeah. Yeah, the Gohan right. that we knew 
growing yeah. up as a kid was never cocky. I understand you got a new power buff, but I think I started seeing that term as soon as he got cocky and was playing around with it where he could have had beat him. Oh, yeah. And yeah, all this could have been over. But I yeah, he, was, he was a cat playing with his food, man. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Man. Oh my gosh. I'm like, look, where's this killer instinct that we have with selling? Like, you kind of show some remorse, but you end up doing what you had to do. And then you mm-hmm. over here, you could have did the same thing, been MVP. And, yeah. And, and then <clears throat> I still feel, though, with that, all that being said, you know how Goku decided to save, uh, what was it, Dende and Hercule? Yeah. And these, and these say the dog, too. I forgot if he saved that little. Stupid dog. But anyway, yeah. you know, you know how I decided to save those two rather than save uh, the kids and Gohan. Yeah. I feel like if he decided to bring, you know, the the other Saiyans, the kids and Gohan, um, they would have lost. And I say this because Kid Boo probably would have thrashed uh, Ultra Gohan or Ultra Gohan. What, what Ultra? What's, uh, what's I don't know. Ultimate Gohan, we're just calling oh, ultimate. ultimate. Yeah, I keep thinking of Ultimate Instinct. It's yeah, ultimate, it's the ultimate, ultimate Gohan. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like what would have happened is he would have thrashed Gohan, and you know that that would have just been it. Um, if he was like, if he was the the last thing they had, the, you know, the the trump card to beat Boo, and then Boo happened to be stronger, mm-hmm. Kid Boo. Um, then they wouldn't have been able to use Hercules' influence, the the calling, the energy from everybody from Earth to blow up Kid Boo. So I feel like it worked out the fact that they brought um, uh, Hercule as opposed to you know the Gohan and Trunks and Goten because like they all would have jumped in, the fight would have been super epic and it would have been really cool. But mm-hmm. ultimately, they didn't have the clout to be able to go like, "Hey, people of Earth," because remember Vegeta tried to do it. And yeah. nobody listened. Yeah. 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 I remember that part. Yeah. They pretty much needed, they needed Hercule for that one. Yeah. So Hercule so, actually had some type of usefulness because they think Hercule was the one that beat Cell. They think, you know, they think Hercule is a lot of things, but, you know. Yeah. But, and so it turns out what, what really just, it, it pisses you off if you really think about it. Hercule really is the savior of the universe if you really think about it. True. Because, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, of course he didn't do it alone, but without him, that that would have been it. <laughs> Kid Buu would have defeated uh, Goku and Vegeta, and then that, that would have been it. He went went on rampaging across the universe until he until he ran into Hit and all of them, and then oh, he destroyed. Well, well, <laughs> well, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about all that. Well, fine <laughs> until he runs into and whatever other villain that. I still don't understand how some of these villains have never run into each other. Like, I guess with like uh, Frieza, he, I guess he was told it's like if you run into Boo, you gotta avoid him or something. Like, wasn't that the case? And they say yeah, something like that. but I think at that time Boo was locked away. Oh yeah, that's right. So, that's right. So yeah, Frieza kept pretty much had a free reign, but it is kind of surprising that he didn't run into at least you know the one that created Boo or his son. At that point, yeah. especially with all that terror, there's a lot of craziness. Like, how can these villains never run into each other? Type situation, but you know, it's crazy. There's always someone better, bigger, and better. So, yeah, and uh, but and I'll say this, and then we'll get back to the to the trailer. Um, Frieza, it took them how many months to get to Namek? So 
like Frieza was all the way on the other side of the universe. So the fact that they never ran into each other, they were just probably just on the other ends of the universe. That, that would probably be the best explanation we can get of why yeah. they some of these people never ran into each other because universe is huge. So very, you know. very huge. Yeah, man. But um, like I said, like my my initial thoughts about the trailer was that it was going to be. I had a love hate relationship with Broly, and man, mm-hmm. that mess is amazing because he's going to take on Goku, he's taking on Vegeta, he's taking on Golden Freezer. I'm like, man. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm more excited about the Golden Freezer portion of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Man. And also, uh, his dad was there. Paracus was there, so that implies that is not just you know Broly isn't the only surviving Saiyan because Paragus yeah. is the Saiyan, right? And how about his men, uh, the the dudes that that roll with them? Aren't they Saiyans? Maybe I, I forgot I in the honestly, in the I original have, movie. I have to go back and truly dissect that uh, one. I mean, I thought it was just him and his dad, but if they if they are, then that that show that they're still Saiyans alive. And so, yeah, and, I mean, there were men with you know, like when they landed in the ship, yeah. and uh, they had troops lined up, and then Broly comes flying down to attack Vegeta. Um, but so, like in the original uh, Broly movie, I forgot if the men that you know, uh, Paragus's men, if they were Saiyans, I forgot, but if they I don't are, think they were, yeah, but... I, I guess that would be too many Saiyans, all right? That's, that's just yeah. that's too much, but um. Uh, the fact that Paragus is there implies that it's not just him. That there's two Saiyans that just landed. I have a feeling Paragus is probably going to die. Yeah, just yeah. like the fate in the last one. Paragus is not going to make it pretty nah. much. And he is a different character from the last one because the last one had like brown hair. This one's a much like older looking. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like he's going to go the same way that he did in the original movie. I believe Broly killed him. Uh, he was trying to like control him or whatever, and Broly's like, "Nah, man!" And then like slap, pimp slapped him with that green energy, yeah. and uh, so I have a feeling he might not die for the same reasons. Yeah, I do feel like Broly's gonna be the one who's gonna kill him because maybe he's still being manipulative or you know something along uh, those lines. I but, my prediction it might be Frieza to me. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Because uh, <laughs> Frieza, Frieza, he looked like the type that'd be like, oh, you're holding back your son power, and yeah. I want to use him for this. And even though Frieza hates Saiyans, but Frieza would definitely, if if he could find out that Broly's manipulative, you know, he's yeah. going to he's gonna definitely use that to his advantage and kill his dad and try to control Broly himself. Yeah, or, or Vegeta might kill him. I feel like the top two contenders, I guess there's only three people fighting. Um, from what we've seen in the trailer, yeah, is, uh, Frieza or Vegeta, because uh, Vegeta be like, man, don't hold him back. Like I want to fight, and then he'll go over there and kill him, blow him up or something. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I I guess this isn't really something that most people are really looking forward to in terms of this movie. But I do want to see the role that Paragus plays. Um, with you know controlling Broly or or whatever role he plays in this particular movie, I do too. Because from the last movie, I mean, he has a role, but it wasn't like a really huge role. But it is. I, I do want to see what what is he about this time in this movie. Yeah, and like so, like what is his like actual relationship besides being his father, of course. But what's his relationship and how does that play 
into Broly doing what he does. Because it's like Paragus is like he unleashes Broly to do his bidding. And this time around, I wonder how that's going to play out. Yeah, me uh, too. I, I don't know. really don't know. I, just, I definitely know that this Broly here is stronger, definitely stronger from, you know, compared to the older Broly. Yeah. You know, clearly this Broly has to be strong. We got Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. I mean, you can't just bring the same Broly out because he's going to get wiped out. He's going to get wiped out instantly, like with a Super Saiyan 2 or Super Saiyan 3, Goku at least. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Like, um, I feel like in terms of power level, I feel like they they keep you know, of course every new every new villain is gonna be bigger and better, but in terms of power level, I don't know what to think. Like, is he really stronger than Goku? Is he really stronger than Frieza? Is he really stronger than Vegeta? Or is he just gonna give him a really hard time to the point where it's like, all right, guys, we gotta team up and take him down or something like that? Uh, I think I think is I think his mode is stronger. Because if you think about it, I think they trying to make it seem like Berserk Super Saiyan. Now unless that's what Broly new form is, Berserk Super Saiyan. Now unless he got yeah. a special one different from, what's her name? Is it Kale? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's from, like, different from the Kale version where her Berserk Super Saiyan. Because, you know, when everybody thought saw that, they're like, oh, Broly's canon. But uh. turned out it was a female. Which I got to admit, I do like that little twist to it. It, it definitely got everybody. I think what happened, the author and the creators saw that people were so excited about that, that they were like, yeah. this is probably perfect to bring back Broly, because they want Broly canon. So I yeah. think that kind of <laughs> led that way to the next movie. But I think um, I think Berserk Super Saiyan, or it's going to be its own special class where it rivals that of the Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan, because such of its root, you know, root nature, like rootless nature, sorry. Ruthless I, nature. I couldn't say it. <laughs> no, it's all yeah. good, man. Like, uh, but I wonder, like, where that falls, this uh, this form, this berserker form, where that falls in the hierarchy. Like, is it between one and two? Is it between two and three? Or is it, like, really just its own specials, powered up, overpowered class, you know? I think it might be, like, how Trunks Super Saiyan was. What was Trunks Super Saiyan? Ray's Super Saiyan? I think um, it's going to, like, because Trunks went Super Saiyan 2. So I feel like it's going to be between, I think it's going to be stronger than 3, kind of, sort of, but not, I don't know. I, it's it's really hard to explain. I can't. I don't know. There, there might be, a there might be, like, a hole in the. <laughs> like it's a, a plot hole. It's definitely yeah, a plot Yeah, I was going to say, there might be a plot hole in terms of power level. Yeah. Because I don't know if we can call Trunks his form. You know, whatever the super form, whatever it is. Well, they call it Rage. I know that was the official name for it. Was yeah, but why is Broly's form so much more powerful where he can take on the Super Saiyan Blue and the Golden Frieza and all that? Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that I mean, that's so in terms of power level, I feel like the the power dynamics are a bit skewed and. You you can and there's like YouTubers who break this down with like analytics and stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna get into that because some <laughs> that's guys their specialty right there. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, some guys gonna listen. It's like, nah, man, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Next thing you know, we get a little couple of messages like, I don't know what y'all talking about, but dang it. So you know, uh, Goku raises power uh, 
by the by the power of he, he squared his form from Super Saiyan two to level three times fifty. You know, like they're just yeah. gonna start bringing out numbers and crap. So it's whatever. But man, any other thoughts on the trailer itself? Um, overall though, the trailer is good. I mean, I wish I could see the other Super Saiyans going at it, but you know, like on uh, how you know Broly returns. They had Gohan, Goten, and so. And like I've been trying to get him, hopefully, eventually my boy will finally get some screen time. Other than, well, I'm not I'm not talking about Gohan particularly. I'm talking about Goten. Cause oh, okay. He, I was having a discussion with every with uh, one of my coworkers, and we was talking about it. Like you know, Goten is probably the only saying, literally, that don't have no type of character development, nothing. Like he completely forget. I know that some yeah. will argue Kid Trunk, but technically Kid Trunk and Trunks, I kind of put those two together, even though there's two different people. Exactly. But Kid Trunk got to see, you know, at least what he would look like and, like, from a different alternative universe and stuff yeah. like that. Even though they're not the same Trunk, because obviously Kid Trunk's future is a lot more brighter than, you know, younger Trunks. I mean, older Trunks. Yeah. But still, still would like to see, like, Goten do something like at least want Goten to discover, you know, Broly try to fight him, get beat up or something. I don't know. I mean, just like in the movie. It's like in the second movie. Those two, it it was really silly because Broly really could have just wiped out Kid Trunks and Gohan. Like, he really could have absolutely destroyed them. And then that was another, in the second Broly movie, that's also where uh, Gohan was able to shine because, like, he straight out tanked Broly. Like, it was so dope. But uh, but I, I get what you're trying to say, and even in Dragon Ball GT, which you know isn't canon, yeah, um, uh, Trunks still got the shine. Yeah, he got to go and travel the universe, and then he came back, and all Go uh, Goten was doing was dating girls, and then he got taken over by Baby, and yeah, so. trying to make pretty much they try to make Goten into like a a player, and and yeah, I really truly didn't like that. I'm like, that's dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you watch him as a kid, that's completely different from how he was as a kid. Like, I can see if he had some type of the what characters. I understand he was a kid, though, but his character, that whole Goten of GT and Goten of Z were, like, two different people. Yeah. That, I mean, but he did grow up, so, like, arguably he can change. Yeah, he can change. Is they still didn't do anything with him, though. Like, yeah. they, what did he contribute? Like, nothing. <laughs> The only, only time he shined was Z, and yeah, yeah. But even in Z, the only, it still was a combination of him and, and Trunks. It wasn't yeah. just you know just, just him. him. But, yeah, but I mean it's it's all good, man. But uh, yeah, I was just I was just excited you know, seeing this trailer, um, just seeing him. I I want to see the one matchup that I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Broly versus Vegeta, because I know that he's gonna tank Vegeta, and Vegeta like his. I want to see how he's gonna react in terms of pride, oh, because think- like he's he's up there. Like his power level is just. He he's always had this this pride issue, and yeah. like he he really knows who's more powerful than him, who he's more powerful than, and all that the hierarchy. Um, and now that we have a whole new player who he's never uh, encountered because, you know, this is technically the first time he's ever seen Broly. Yeah, I think in the old movie, I think he knew about the legendary Super Saiyan, but this one, I don't think 
they know about it this time. Yeah, yeah. So now um, I just want to see how his pride is going to factor into the uh, into the movie. How he's going to react when he he gets knocked down and um, you know he, he's on his back in the snow. It's like what just happened? Uh, the the only person more powerful than me is uh, is Kakarot, and you know, and, and Beerus and all of them. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I low key want to see Beerus fight Broly, but we know that'd be a quick fight because Beerus gonna. I I still like to see that though. Yeah, I would too. I ain't gonna lie, that would be a good fight. That 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 would be pretty dope if like Beerus jumped in at some point, and like maybe not even seriously fighting him. It's just like I would like to see Beerus be surprised. Yeah. That you know, he's like, Oh, I actually had to go to 51% this time, you know, something like that. Yeah, which, which would I would just like to see his eye. I don't know if he has eyebrows, but I would like to see his eyebrows raise up as he's fighting Broly. And then he'd be like, You know what? I'm gonna back off because this is a great training exercise for for my students here, and of course, Frieza as well. Oh, yeah, I think I'm more excited for the Frieza and Broly fight. Yeah, because uh, I mean, uh, we already know the Goku fight is going to be the main matchup. You know, it's like Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao. That's oh, the type of, course. of fight. Let's of go. Course. That's just uh, everything else is the warm up. But you know, I do want to see what how Golden Frieza would be able to handle because remember, Golden Frieza kind of was handling his own against you know Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Goku, and Vegeta. Yeah, so, I want to see. So technically, Golden Frieza is on par with that level. So I definitely want to see that fight with, you know, Berserk or whatever you want to call Broly new, you know, Super Saiyan form. And so against that. And plus, I want to see what's Frieza's purpose. Will Frieza actually be going all out or playing with him? Because truthfully, I don't know what Frieza's intent is. And it's kind of driving me crazy not knowing what his intent is. All I just know, he's going to be in the movie and he's going to encounter Broly and try to fight him. And you know what? Speaking of plot holes, I feel like the whole Frieza coming back with a golden form is a plot hole. And I only say that because if Frieza really could get to saying God level strength and three months of just concentrated training, that shows his people have unlimited potential. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? How many years did it take Goku to get to this level? You telling me it took Frieza? Three months, what it took Goku like decades to achieve. That just showed that Frieza people is just naturally strong. Two, Frieza is just lazy because he, yeah. if he really wanted to keep up his training, he would have surpassed Goku and then, and then won. Oh yeah, I mean, look, look. If he went from when he was resurrected in the in the first movie, uh, uh, Resurrection F, yeah, when he was resurrected, and at that time, what was he? He was. Um, I guess he would have been at the level when he died, which was Super Saiyan 1. Yeah. Yeah. So you're telling me he went for Super Saiyan 1, surpassed Super Saiyan 2, surpassed Super Saiyan 3, <laughs> jumped to, to God form in just three months. It took them decades, the Saiyans decades, to you know achieve that strength. And um, so if Frieza really wanted to you know, get revenge on Goku and all that for all the past crap, he can just go and disappear for a year. And come back, but, yep. Yeah, so so what's stopping him from flying off and doing training in the mountains or some crap <laughs> or on a different planet? 
and then coming back and just completely and utterly wiping out the Saiyans. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, it's, he, it's so just focused a thought. on his world domination. It's, it's just a thought. It was just, it was like, I, I felt like, I don't know if you can call that a plot hole, but it's a little bit ridiculous just to be able to get it. It's just, I, they needed something to bring Frieza back and they needed to scale him um, to the to the current power level in the show, yeah. So I feel like that was just a, a plot device to to get him there, but it's it's a little bit broken. Um, unless there's a cap he can reach, and that's it. Um, that I, I feel like that's a little bit broken. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, do you have any more thoughts on on the uh, on the no, trailer or anything? No, I think we did pretty good cover cover it on. You know, the whole yeah. movie aspect of it. Now we just have to sit and watch until December because I'm over, I'm definitely gonna watch the sub version and then I'm gonna definitely watch the English version because you know sometimes you might miss some things on the sub that yeah they might address on the dub. So, but and it's coming to theaters, I believe. So yeah, yeah, January oh, for us, December for people overseas in Japan. Let, let me tell you something. I watched Battle of the Gods in the theater when they released. I watched mm-hmm. Resurrection F in the theater. Mm-hmm. It is a whole different experience. I'm oh, yeah. telling you. It's like, because the only people who are going to be there are, you know, DBZ fans, DBS fans. Um, so every hey. time someone comes out with a Kamehameha wave or or if uh, someone comes with a come, come from behind victory or clocks or, you know, throws a good uh, punch or something, the whole... Uh, theater just erupts and people are whistling and screaming at the screen. Yeah. It's just a whole man. It, it's it's not even. I I went with my friend David. I always go with my friend David. Uh-huh. Help me start was awesome, and he described it as is not going to a movie. Like you're not watching a movie at these things. You're you're going for the experience. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah so like uh, recently, I think they're currently doing this. In California, I don't know where else, but um, they're showing all the Ghibli movies. So I just recently, uh, about two weeks ago, went to see Princess Mononoke in yeah. the theater. And Princess Mononoke is an amazing movie. I've watched it about a thousand times. Watching it in the theater, though? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what did you say? I said I meant to watch it. I, I, I completely forgot they were showing it, so I was mad. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It was only like two or three days. So... Uh, they were showing uh, like two days of showing subbed and the other two days dubbed. And of course, I want to watch it dubbed because I feel like for Prince of Monoke, that's a superior version, at least for me. But anyway, and it's just it was just a whole different thing. Like you got the whole surround sound. You got people reacting and all that. And yeah. yeah. Really I, got amazing, man. I know. So but it's crazy. I've been to anime movies like Dragon Ball Z. Compared to every other anime movie that I went to, I can't say Naruto because they haven't truly shown any Naruto movie in theater other than I think the last. Yeah, yeah. I forgot which one, but it was. Yeah, the, I think it was the last and Boruto, and those yeah. two. You see how much fans Naruto got, and so oh, like yeah. that. It had fans of all ages, but something about a Dragon Ball Z movie literally oh, yeah. sells tickets and packs the whole entire theater that you have oh, to make yeah. sure you get it early because oh, I do. seen. Because I, when I went to see regular other movies like Your Name and so stuff like that, that people who are not avid anime watcher would not probably know and probably won't go see it. That theater, it was full, but it wasn't like 
as packed as a Dragon Ball Z theater. Every seat was full. You have fans from all ages, people who don't usually watch anime but know Dragon Ball Z comes in and see that. Then, of course, you got the cosplay coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. And, you yeah. know, people cheering and laughing because some of them is good and some of them is funny. And then somebody will say a line from a from a Dragon Ball Z and everybody shouts and screams. And it's always, it's always a good time knowing that, you know, people from different age group can come in and enjoy. I know people bring their kids. If I had, oh. if I had kids, they're definitely going to be seeing Dragon Ball Z with me. They're going to at least know what Dragon Ball Z is. They ain't going to be right? the ones it's at like, school yeah, I don't, don't care know. about any of the other anime. <laughs> You're going to know about Goku, all right? <laughs> yeah. All right. If you don't know all of them, you'll at least know the three basic. You need to know Luffy, Goku, and Naruto. Yeah, I guess. Okay? <laughs> it's like, at least. Like, that's the minimum, all right? We're not going to get into all the other all the other stuff, but yeah. at, le- at least those three. But, uh, oh, um, I heard you say your name. Uh, where did you go to see your name at? So, originally, I saw your name. Um, in Japan when I was stationed in Japan okay. but when I had moved back and moved here to California I saw that it was showing it in theaters in Cali so I'm like well and it was an English dub because I had saw it sub it was great yeah. so so I decided to go see it in dub and that movie was it's still amazing I actually got it on DVD and it's probably one of my all time favorite movie that and Silent Voice it's oh Silent man Voice. It, it, and the reason why I asked is because I went to Anime Expo two years ago. Uh-huh. I think it was two years. And I saw the world premiere of your name. And Makoto Shingai, the guy who created it, uh, did an interview right there on stage. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, like they um, brought him out. Like they didn't tell us he was coming out. I was like, oh, who's this Japanese guy? He knows like Makoto yeah. Shinkai. I'm like, holy crap. That's so, the guy that made it. That movie's great. Oh, man, it was an amazing movie. And, and I did the review that night, and I put it on my website. At the time, my website looked completely different. And I was I put $10 on a Facebook ad, and I promoted that uh, review, non-spoiler. And I was like, hey, guys, you know, I, I just want this world premiere. No, and and um, I just want to share this experience with you. And hardly anybody read it. And what I didn't consider was the fact that no one knew about this movie. So no one was going to get excited about the review. So I feel like I was one of the first people in the world, at least I feel like it, to have put out this review. Because I we saw the world premiere, and that same night I put out that review online. Um, and then that review, uh, it was funny, from the time that no one knew about it to the time that, to about a week before, you know, they released it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that review didn't really get any hits, but then um, after they released it, all kinds of I got like hundreds of hits on that review. So I was like, oh, I guess I released that a little bit too early. Too okay. soon, but hey, at least you know you were like the forefather. That, yeah, that so I, I I feel kind of proud, but at the same time, the timing was terrible. So, but oh, so one more thing I wanted to talk about was um, Yu Yu Hakusho news. Mm-hmm. Coming out, and they're coming out with a new OVA. They're coming out with two new episodes, uh, which I'm just excited about. Have you have you seen Yu Yu Hakusho? So, what's funny? I had just recently tweeted that I remember seeing it as a kid, but yeah, it was at the time a little too advanced, and my parents saw it, got a hold, and saw it, and banned me from watching it. Oh, 
So right, it wasn't that bad. My parents were one of those type of parents. So back yeah, then. Yeah, I guess. So, but <laughs> I just recently, I'm literally watching it as we speak. And I'm wow. one of those like, oh my goodness, I missed out on a great Oh show. yeah, man. So, but I actually enjoy it. And um, for the most part, and I'm, I'm excited for this OVA because I think what's going to happen is they're going to try to test the water a little bit and uh-huh. see if how they get if they get a good response and then they might just make a uh either like a new season or might even retell the story i, I highly doubt them doing the retelling of the story but if they wanted to they could but i think they want to see how fans react kind of like well kind of like how they did in dragon ball z with the whole female broly i think that's what they're going for too yeah, it, it, I, I'm more I'm excited about the fact that the guy who created I can't recall his name right now. The guy who created you Hawkins show is the same guy who created Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. So you saw what he did with that and the popularity and, and the way he was able to tell a story and all that. Um, and I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware it was the same uh, creator. I, I didn't really pay attention to it until you know, he created. Wait, he created what again? Uh, Hunter Hunter Hunter. That was Hunter. him. Yeah, yeah, same guy. Cause I, I got Hunter X Hunter. That's my now. That's my show right there. Yeah, and and I found out that you never say the X. It's just for whatever reason, all the anime like Kiss Kiss X Sis Hunter X Hunter, all that is always just Kiss Sis Hunter Hunter. You never say the X. That Maybe it's the, just us Americans. It's yeah, exactly. Like it's the same. When we see an X, we gotta say. Exactly. It, it, Maybe the X in Japan is just saying. Or, or just a symbol saying like, the, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, um, <clears throat> same guy created uh, Hunter Hunter created Yu Yu Hakusho, and the two episodes are coming out, and it's like uh, the first episode is about how Hiei and Karama uh, uh-huh. they met up, and uh, you know how they how they first formed their relationship to be the way that they are and why they're so close, and then mm-hmm. the second ep- OVA will be the whole gang getting together to solve some kidnapping crisis uh, in the spirit realm or spirit world. I forgot okay, what I was talking about. Yeah. It's always going to be pretty good. I, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it after I catch up on all of them so that I can definitely appreciate it more. Because, like I say, so far I'm enjoying it. It's one of oh, those yeah. type of, I finally got me a new binge series to watch, so I'm yeah, over here man. binging like crazy on it, and like I didn't realize how many ep- how many. Cause I think they got four or five seasons each with like 56 episodes. It's oh, about 110 episodes in total, I believe, somewhere around there. Oh well, yeah, well shoot, all I know is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's oh, one of but those. it's just what's so exciting is not so much that you know it's like all oh, new season. It's the nostalgia of it. So I feel like if there's one thing you're not gonna get hit by. It's only because you're just recently watching it. Is the nostalgia of the series? Yeah, like this is just something that a lot of anime fans have grown up with. So that would be like, I was gonna use Gundam as an example, but they've been making so many <laughs> Gundam series. I guess that would. Well, no, really... because I still get hit with nostalgia when it comes to like G Gundam. If G Gundam shows, yeah, okay, I got I'm, you. I'm gonna okay. be like, yo, I remember watching this and yeah, trying to perform Shining Finger, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so. yeah. I, I was thinking of, I guess uh, Gundam Seed was a Ooh, bit nostalgic like that for me. That, that's um, a good one, too. Yeah, it was. And it was a retelling of the original Gundam, the Big Daddy Gundam that came out in like 1979 or 
19 whatever mm-hmm. uh, uh, 70s or I think it was the 70s super old 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 school anime and I highly recommend you watch that anime it's very dated of course in the 70s but man mm-hmm. you I'm will... a Voltron so I, I, I could deal with it oh yeah <laughs> it, it is not I'm telling you man in terms of the of course the animation is all that great but in terms of storytelling it is one of the best Gundam series ever, and you'll see the parallels between uh, the original Gundam, Big Daddy Gundam, I like to call it, uh-huh. and Gundam Seed. So, I'll yeah. definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely, man. But yeah, like I'm saying, I, I was just excited. Every everybody's excited. Uh, everybody on my social media is excited that Yu Yu Hakusho uh, are getting these two episodes. Is in, I believe that the original. They they rushed the ending because I feel like, or at least I was reading that um, the author, I think he was having an issue with Shonen Jump, so he had to hurry up and, and uh, finish it. Trying to get away from him, I had to. Stay. Yeah, so so like uh, the ending was a little bit rushed, and and not everyone was happy with it, but so they didn't really feel all that resolved. But so that and that's why he's driving speculation that perhaps with uh, you know renewed. Um, vigor in the team they'll bring back uh, they'll either do a retelling or they'll just continue which will be pretty cool yeah I think it'll be pretty cool there was another um, I hate to change the subject because there was a question that I want to ask you I know this is your podcast I'm pretty sure you don't mind me (laughs) so um, how do you feel about fairy tale I I I can't bring myself to watch it man (laughs) Yeah, I was about to I, say, okay, because I know he did Eden Zero, and a lot of people are not a fan of it, and some of them think it's just a copycat. I mean, how do you feel? Because I, I, I made a podcast about, you know, authors doing having pressure from a series that they made, like, successful. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, for him, I think his name is Hiromashima. I'm probably confusing him or... I think his name is Hiromashima. I'm probably saying it wrong, but uh-huh. he made Fairy Tale. Now he got Eden Zero, and I was like on my podcast, like I feel like authors have pressure whenever they try to do their follow up series because when you have such a successful series such as Fairy Tale, even though you know some people hate it and love it, I'm one yeah. of those that I like it. I ain't gonna lie, I enjoy it. I mean, yeah. I do. I don't really care for the power of friendship kind of BS, but <laughs> I, like, I like his characters. <laughs> And yeah. it's really hard for for authors to, to me, I feel like the pressure of them succeeding in their next series is tough because people's going to always compare it to their last previous series. Yeah. And I just want to know what you think. Do you think it's tough for authors to, the, you know, succeed when they do a second series or? Yeah, most definitely, man, because uh, you're held to that standard. Um, and what really sucks is what, what happens if, Think of George R. R. Martin, right? The mm-hmm. author of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you know, in the show, it, Game of Thrones was out like a decade before the show even, you know, aired. So it's yeah. been flown around for a long time. Um, before that, George R. R. Martin wrote a story about a kid traveling around in space with like a blanket. And it was like a kid's book, like, but he wrote it for adults. And he got so much hate for writing that book, right? Then mm-hmm. he came out with Game of Thrones, and I think he's still uh, working on the, the last two books or something like that. Um, if he ever wanted to go back to that story about that kid 
traveling in space. He can't. His reputation will be tarnished is because yeah. he's held to the standard that Game of Thrones has set. So it really sucks. It, I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Is a good thing in the sense that now creators will hold themselves to a higher standard to yeah. create something that's, you know, even better, bigger, better every time you try to do bigger, better. But at the same time, what happens if they just want to take it easy? What happens if they just want to do, uh, and you know, a feel-good, guilty pleasure anime where they don't, you know, have to put in as much um, creative energy into it? It's just just something to do that's fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, to, to answer your question, uh, yeah, they they definitely do feel pressure to, you know, put out the better stuff. Uh, each and every time, and, and you know, could you like, uh, could you? What was the question again exactly? It kind of went on. Uh, uh, no, you answered. It was yeah. like, do you think it's? Uh, do you think the author, the author, have pressure? Yeah. Creating a second series, or is it more pressure on them for creating the second series? Because I agree, I think it's pressure on it because people's gonna compare your last work. Well, actually, Fairy Tale wasn't even his first work. It was really Rave Master. Ray Master, Ray Master was okay, but oh, it yeah, wasn't like as successful flu. as Fairy Tale. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in a way, I guess he succeeded, and and at least having two successful shows with TV shows and all that, and now he got this third series, which honestly is kind of everybody's comparing to Fairy Tale. The reason why, because the characters look almost exactly alike. It's like he didn't even try to <laughs> change them up. So it's oh, really? like. So I can see why people, there's a lot of hate going on and stuff like that. So this made me did that podcast and also like thinking of like Naruto, like everybody loved Naruto. And so, and the author is clearly he's not writing Boruto. So but yeah. everybody's thinking he is and people who thinking he is, is pretty much comparing Naruto to Boruto. I'm guilty of it because I'm more of Naruto than Boruto, but oh yeah, some people were like, want tell me to give him a chance, you know, so. I'm gonna give him a chance. He's still got a year on my book. It's like, give <laughs> how many more episodes, you know, before I don't know. I have very strong feelings about Boruto. Me and my brother, uh, I don't know if you heard him on the podcast. He goes by the court. His name is our court Kage, and uh, yeah, we're always talking about Naruto, Boruto, why mm-hmm. you know what we think of both and all that. But I don't know, man. I, I've I've stopped. Uh, I stopped watching Naruto. Uh, of course, like I jumped back and finished it. But I stopped watching Naruto when they kept jerking us around with so many fillers and stuff. Yes, fillers. And, and, uh, and like it got to the point when they got to that tree genjutsu stuff. I'm like, I'm done. Nope, never again. I'm never gonna finish this. But of course, they finished, so I just sat there and, and watched it all. But I, I didn't want to go through that with Boruto. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't watch Boruto. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe because I don't. Just because of his personality and how he treats his dad in the beginning of the series, it really do piss me off. Like, bro, you you pissing off the wrong one. You make you know, <laughs> but you know, it's yeah. not. It's, this is not my story. Like I said, I'm not gonna go and hate the author for it. This is his story. If I want something different, I'll just do my own story with it. You know, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, in the anime community, it really has become toxic. In, in the way that they, uh, like, you can always have a different opinion. But, yeah. of course, when you start sending death threats and all that crap, that's yeah. just straight-up toxic. you telling me that if I write a story about a boy on a spaceship with his blanket 
You're going to go to my house and shoot me in the face? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was, I was like, if you guys think you could do better, then go ahead. Like yeah, exactly. Man. But don't world? come after me for my own creative <laughs> ideas. Even if my story sucks, please don't come after me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, if you wrote a story that sucked, I'm just going to review it and give like a, a two out of 10. I'm not, it's <laughs> a, like, here's a two out of 10. I'm also coming to your house to slit your throat later on tonight. All right, peace. You know? <laughs> Yeah. What the heck? But yeah, they they definitely do feel that pressure. And I feel like this is why doing what you love as your work can backfire on you. Yeah. Because, of course, you're doing what you love and all that. And let's say you you feel the um, you experience all the success and stuff. But now you have a following and now you're not just doing what you love anymore. Now you have to meet the expectations of everybody else um, mm-hmm. of your fandom and all that stuff. So that's, um, you know, like personally, I, I've written some stuff that I've published on Amazon and um, not, I have never experienced any hate on the level <laughs> of uh, Naruto or anything, but I've had some bad reviews where I was like, okay, my fans don't like this, which it is not that many, but my fans don't like this. Um, let me let me change this character slightly to you know match the expectations. But I still try to keep you know my yeah. own stuff. You know, and like I, I don't want to, I don't want to compromise the integrity of my story just to please people. If people don't like it, and people don't like it, and I'll just move on to something else. You know, or just keep doing it. Just keep doing it for me. Yeah, that, yeah. At the end of it all, as long as it makes you happy and this is what you enjoy doing. Do what you got to do. Do it because, you know, you want to do it, not because you feel like you're obligated to or anything like that. Yeah, but, you know, it muddies the water when you not only – the two things that really muddies the water, you know, with that kind of uh, outlook is, number one, you have millions of people. So it's not just like, oh, I got a couple hundred people I pissed off. You pissed off millions of people. <laughs> and then second, you have money involved because there are mon- uh, millions of people. That means uh, if you're relying on your creation to sell, you have to, to please people to a certain extent or then they're not going to buy anything and then you're going to be broke. You know, so it kind of... That part, you know, I, I see what you yeah. yeah, Yeah, so like you want to you wanna do what you love, but at the same time, you got to, you got to fact, you got to look at it realistically. And if doing what you love means you don't make any money, then can you realistically do that? Like uh, I have a client who I write for, he um, sells workout equipment and he does like all that motivational stuff. Like if you don't work out today, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And he pumps people yeah. up. And one article I was writing for him was talking about, and he was talking about how to, to get into business online. And he was talking about how doing what you love isn't exactly the best option every time. Cause let's say you like, Let's say your hobby is underwater basket weaving, right? Yeah. Well, underwater basket weaving doesn't make any money because there's probably like across the entire planet, 50 people <laughs> who do that, you know, maybe. So <laughs> sometimes you have to bend to the will of your, of, of the people who, who are your customers or your fans or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you have to find a balance because you don't want to, you know, completely bend over backwards to the point where you just completely hate what you're doing. You know, you, you got to find like a middle ground. 
of compromising between what they want, but still doing what you love. So it's, yeah, man, it, it really, it really does get kind of complicated. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand. But Makes yeah, sense. man. But uh, you got any other anime news or anything? Anything you've heard? Um, nothing so far. I mean, I'm just I got to catch up on Attack on Titan, and then do my review on. Oh man, that first episode, uh, Anime Expo this year. Me mm-hmm. and my fiance went, and we saw the first. We saw the world premiere of Attack on Titan, uh, uh, season three. Yeah, and then the voice actor of uh, Aaron, both Japanese and English, were there. I'm really? like, oh snap! <laughs> it was the same giant room that they did the Makoto Shinkai review. So I'm like, why do you guys keep surprising us with this type of stuff, man? So pretty much, when I go next year, I need to look, if I see a giant one, I should be ready for surprises, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. well, they did tell us they had some special guests, so I assumed it would either be the uh, creator or some voice actors. I wasn't expecting the voice of, of Aaron, you know, both uh, Japanese and English. So I was like, oh, man. But yeah, that that first episode, I haven't been. I don't know if they published any more episodes. I've been following it, but that first episode of Attack on Titan season three was sick. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I know. They uh, at least think they're on season two on Funimation. Well, not season two, but episode two or three on Funimation right now. So. Oh, okay. All right. So, so they're progressing it. I haven't been yeah. following it because I'm watching other stuff right now. But um, yeah, I'll I'll jump on that. But uh. Yeah, man, it's uh, and that's that's why I really want to talk about that that new uh, DBS movie coming out, and of course the OVA for uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. And uh, yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited, man. I'm excited too, definitely. Yeah. I can't. Wait. I'm ready counting down the days for that new Dragon Ball Z, though. <laughs> yeah, man, just just go focus, go binge watch. Well, binge watch Yu Yu Hakusho is, oh, of course. Uh, that's going. Then, that's going to be majority of my time anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so before I let you go, uh, where are you currently at? Where are you currently stationed? Are you still I'm in San still, Diego? Yeah, I'm still in San Diego. I'm gonna be here for the next three years. So. Oh, all right. Well. So I'm hey, man. Here. When when they drop that movie, we gotta link up. Yeah, let me know where you want to see it. I'll go. Yeah, I just moved recently. I'm in Riverside now, so I moved a little bit closer to you. I'm about an hour and twenty minutes out from where okay. you're currently at. Oh yeah, so, then we could definitely go and then do a podcast together on it. So Oh, definitely. But all right, man. All right. It's good to have you on the podcast. And of course, uh I'll I'll send you uh I'll send you this podcast so you listeners can listen to it too, man. All right. Thanks, man. All right, this is Batman Live two thousand two. Oh, do you have any uh social media you wanna throw out there? Yeah, well you guys just know follow me on Twitter, just type the anime nerd. You can tweet at me, send me funny stuff. I love getting funny stuff and new anime alert. So, yeah. All right, cool. Oh, no, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I'm done. I'm just trying to find your Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is Batman Live 2002. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all that. And go to wasasum.com, W-A-S-A-S-U-M. Dot com that I just rebooted. Hey, man, I want you to go check out my new website. Let me know what you think. Okay. Um, I've been working hard on it. So, and um, I only have a fraction of my reviews because I'm sure you've heard from my past podcast that I've been hacked 
Yeah. Fourth time been hacked. I lost all my reviews, man. I'm so pissed. So I only got like 40, 50 reviews up right now, but I have hundreds, you know, so in like I have lists, top 10 lists, I have guides and all that. So anyway, go check that out. And uh, yeah. All right. I will. All right, guys. All right, man. I'll talk right. to you later. We got to get back together. And uh, oh, and you have a hundred episodes coming up, don't you? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and just six more, seven more, I think, I believe. Podcasts. I'll be doing my hundred, my hundred podcasts. So definitely be tuned for that. Hopefully you'll be free because I want you to be on there. Cool. Talk about some stuff. All right then. So you guys heard it. His hundred episodes coming up. He's gonna do a special. So just go look for Anime Nerd. If you use the Anchor Podcast, type in Anime Nerd, you find his podcast. So all right, man. Looking forward to that. All right. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Pretty good. It was pretty good. But you know, I really, really like the part when Momiji tells Kyo, Kyo kills a stud. Mm-hmm. Yo, this is Batman Live 2002, and today I'm joined by Aurora Flute, my fiance. Yes, or Miss Aurora Flute. I have not. Had you on the podcast in a long time now. Why is that? Um, I had surgeries. Yeah, surgeries, yes. Multiple. Uh, I, too bloody to describe. Yes, it was bloody horrible. Um, yeah, she was fighting zombies and, you know, I wasn't there to protect her and now she, she has operations to repair her broken I, bloody body. I think I was more of the zombie. Okay, she was the zombie. I had to fight her off, so domestic abuse, that's not funny. Anyway, yes, you're back. And today, you're going to convince me to try to watch, which I've already watched, but you're going to tell me the beauty, the magnificence of Fruits Basket, your favorite anime in the whole wide world, your favorite manga in the whole wide world. Okay, Coda Child is your favorite anime in the whole wide world, but your favorite manga in the whole wide world is Fruits Basket, isn't that right? Yes. Okay, good. So, you're going to convince me why it's so bloody good. I've seen it. I actually gave it a 9 out of 10. I already think it's magnificent. But from but I'm not a super fan like you, so uh, we're driving right now, so we're trying to find a freeway. Anyway, just follow this road and we'll figure it out. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so, tell me, what, what's so great about Fruits Basket? Go ahead, break it down for me. Well, it starts off, for those of you that don't know, it starts off with a girl named Toru Honda. Miss who, Honda. Miss, or Miss Honda. Who or, you, who you uh, named Honda, your flute after. Honda-san, I think. Yeah, Honda-san. Oh, well, anyways. So, 
what happened is that you see her coming outside of, like, coming out of a tent. And you're like, what the heck? What's going on? Come to find out, long story short, uh, her family is getting their house renovated, so everybody has to move out. So she said, oh, I got friends I can live with. And then, which was a huge lie. Come to find out, she didn't ask anybody, so now she's just living in a tent in a forest by herself. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, that's, the, that's how we're introduced to uh, the series, is Miss Honda who, as I mentioned, you named your flute after yes, uh, yes, after Toro Honda. You know, your, what was it, your $4,000 flute? How much was that flute? Um, with Wait, the with head probably... joint. Oh, it's that? Okay, sorry, guys. With the head joint, yeah, it is. Uh, no, with, no, it's more than that because. It's like five head, grand or something, yeah, right? Yeah, so it was. 55 with the uh, MZ10, but with the MZ11, which was actually more expensive, I have no idea. So well, the, these, like these people don't know what that means. Anyway, if you don't know, Miss Rower Flute and I are flute players, and uh, we went to college for that, so that's why we spent so much money. Like, my flute was like five grand, and my flute's name is Major Armstrong. Her name's, her flute's name is Toro Honda. Anyway, we digress. So, yeah. Uh, so what I liked about the series, and I'll do a separate review on this when I, I do an actual anime review, um, is the the characters were awesome, man. I, I feel like I've never watched an anime that was able to integrate characters so well, just out of nowhere. They just introduce a whole new character, and you just instantly fall in love. I'm not just saying that. Like that is a legitimate reason why I I gave it nine out of ten is because it the character development was so well done. I don't think I've ever seen it that well done. And the anime like Fruits Basket. Yeah, Fruits Basket, it's it's awesome. Like I highly recommend the anime, but can I talk about the manga as well? Oh yeah, of course. Okay. You're talking I, about the anime, I manga, truly, everything. Truly, 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 truly. Um, recommend reading the manga. For those of you that may not be into reading manga, please, please just give it a shot. You will definitely fall in love with it. The anime does pretty well in following, I think, the first, a little bit, just a little bit, um, probably like the first six volumes, but uh, there is, there is like some instances where they kind of like, like dive more into a scene that wasn't really that elaborate, but um, it's only about 20, is it 26 episodes? Yeah, the anime, yes. Yeah, 26 episodes, but there are a total of 23 volumes. And with that being said, you know that that is not enough volume. No. I mean, I'm sorry. Episode. That's not enough episode, thank yeah. you. Um, it's, it's a fantastic anime, in the anime form. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot that's missing. And it literally is one of those, um, the anime that they kind of put you give you a cake and then only give you like one or two slices and then take the rest of it away and put it somewhere else wow now i'm hungry <laughs> but yeah that was i i read i feel i read the first two chapters because of course you have the whole manga collection back at our apartment but anyway 
Um, and yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I never finished reading it, of course, because like I said, I only did two chapters. But just from the anime, from just a guy who watched the anime version of it, it is, it was just, I don't, it's kind of hard to describe it. I feel like I'll never watch it again. It, let me, let me tell you why. I'll never watch it because it's just not the type of thing I normally watch. Um, because the anime, I know there's a lot of romance in the manga, but there wasn't so much romance in the anime. So there was a lot of drama, but I'm not into hardcore drama anime. But I do recognize good anime for what they are. Like when I run across really great anime, like even if I'll never watch it again, I do recognize when something should get a high score like fruits basket but 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 what you were saying man when i was saying no romance there was some romance in anime but there definitely wasn't nearly enough of it and nowhere near as much as the manga well i will have to say this even though um fruits basket is kind of labeled as a rom-com and yes it's definitely hilarious but I actually, I don't agree with it all the time. I think sometimes it is uh, under, uh, what is it called? Uh, drama? Uh, yeah, drama. Uh, but, you mean uh, yeah. under dramatized? Yeah. So, it, so it's, uh, oh, oh, not oh, under oh, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you mean the, like the, the, the tag, uh, oh, the, the uh, genre. Uh, uh, categorize, sorry. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely drama. a drama. And I, I, think it, yeah. I think it is. It's more of a Dark I don't drum? know, like a rom com than a rom com. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's the new thing, thing, guys. I, I just created it. This world of fluid. I created rom com. Okay, rom com. Um, anyways, yeah. I think is is that there's more. There's so much more going on and. You actually, in the manga, you actually get more invested with all of the characters. You, in the end, like, just let you know, at the end, I, like, I personally made it a thing that, okay, after college, once I graduate, then I'll buy the last volume of Spruce Basket. Oh, I wanted I to surprise myself. Hold on. Okay, uh, you, do you want to tell it, or yeah, do you want no, me to tell no, it? I mean, like, uh, can I tell the story of that time at Anime Expo? When I was hunting down... Uh, okay, here's here's a quick story, and then we'll jump back into yours because I your story, your your story is a little bit different from mine. I but, know what. Never mind. No, no, wait, wait. You go. Go ahead. I want to see if your story is the same as my story. Go ahead. Uh, anyways, uh, I finally got um, volume twenty three. Actually, uh, my fiance bought it for me. He's like, "Oh, do you want me to get it for you?" And I was like, "Really?" I was so happy because it was more like a like a a the most precious gift uh, and so I cried I definitely cried yeah. volume 23 definitely cried yeah I you guys you just don't know some some of you may not know about the you know the the deepness of fruits basket I love it so much Stop punching your chest I can't see it <laughs> anyway uh, I have man that was a manhunt at Anime Expo. That was last, this year, this last July, which was last month. Um, yeah, it was the first Anime Expo we went to together. The previous year, I had to basically use my iPad, no, my phone, to like show you video of like, look, I'm searching for it. I'm looking. And it was so hard to find. But anyway, yes, I, I knew. 
from the ones that I purchase. So they're the thing is, you know, about uh, manga. If they're going out to different countries other than Japan, they do have different um, publications. And so uh, Fruits Basket has, you know, multiple publications when it comes to uh, different languages, like translations. And in America, we used to have <laughs> we used to have Tokyo Pop. Uh, being licensed for Fruits Basket, so uh, which is my favorite version of um, Fruits Basket is buying the Tokyo Pop ones. There are others, but um, I think I, I don't remember. I don't want to quote you the wrong one, but um, now instead of giving you twenty-three volumes, they only give you like three volumes in one book and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, anyway, the, the mega mump bundle, right? Yeah, yeah. The, it's like the bundle. Yeah. The thing is, is that after Volume Twenty Three came out, they at some point you couldn't find it. No, no more stores had it. It was just gone, and I, I was so sad. I was like, "Are you serious?" I got all the way up to twenty two, and I could not find it in stores at all. Well, there were some points um, where I had to go on Amazon and purchase it, but the the thing that I want to say is that going back into uh, the anime is the reason why you should watch it again. Yeah. And you know what? Make, make this about why the viewer, listeners, no viewers here, the listener should watch it because I really watched it and I think it was awesome. So why should the listener convince them why they gotta watch it? Well, and you know what? How about, no, what I'll do, I'm gonna do both. Okay. And uh, so, so we'll do that. We're gonna take a short break. And uh, she's going to convince, because like I said, I've really, I already seen that. It's like, it's awesome. But anyway, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back. All right. So, Ms. Rora Flute, convince the listener why they should watch. And, well, yeah, convince me again why I should watch. And they should watch Fruits Basket. Take it away. So, anime, anime. I gotta think about the anime, yes, not the manga. Watch, not read. Because uh, I'll go off on a whole nother tangent. So, the anime, like I said earlier, it did pretty well. Um, there, I mean, it did, you know, go off on uh, into certain things or put more in depth of certain situations. But um, the reason why is that I believe some there might be some of you like Mister. Batman Live 2002 did they watched the Japanese version yes and Correct? it was glorious okay so the Japanese version version <laughs> the Japanese, Japanese version, version uh, um the, yes they do pretty well but I I guess I I could say yes I am an English speaker but there obviously. are some anime that I do prefer the Japanese now this one I definitely preferred the English the English it was so just too superb like I don't know I don't even know how to grammar right now um it's just it's so amazing you get so there's so much more connection going on between the viewers and the uh the uh toward the characters uh versus the Japanese like uh the English version is just so good that it's like Oh my gosh, I just I just have to keep watching. Like, oh my gosh, like I can like kind of relate to like 
some of this, you know, like these like deep feelings that you feel. And it's and for some reason hearing it in English for me as an English speaker, um, it's just it resonated in my soul. In your soul. Yeah. So so let's talk let's talk about um, or let let's have you talk about the thing that hooked me more than the music, more than the artwork, more than the plot. Yeah, let's not like I want you to talk about the thing that hooked me, and that is the characters. That is the thing that just this anime was just so unique and so awesome because of the character development. What what do you have to say about that? So uh, the character development, yes, it's awesome. And if you want to see some more character development, read the manga. Oh, okay. I mean, one day I don't know. But anyway, anime version. So the anime version. Um, yes. Yeah, so. Not only do you uh, have like these great uh, English actors, you got Laura Bailey, Jerry Jewell, um, um, Eric Vale, and uh, so many others that are just awesome. Uh, you, for some reason, their voices are just so, like, so perfect for each and every character. So every new character that came out, you truly could feel like, you know what, yeah, that, I could totally see that that person speaks that way, especially yeah. in English. Uh, yeah, but, but what about, like, the characters themselves? Like, not, because this implies they're watching English. So let's say they're watching Japanese. What, okay. what about the characters themselves? So the characters themselves... Well, what was so awesome about them, what, like... Because, I mean, I can go on the tangent about that, but this... No, I'm let you do it. I'd have to say vulnerability. Mm. That, um... Yeah, I mean, like, there are some funny times, there are some happy times, but there are the times where you do have, um... Like, let's say, for instance, uh... Kyo. Not Kyo. Uh, Yuki. So, Yuki. He's, like, this prince. They call him Prince Yuki. Prince Yuki Soma. Are Yuki Soma depends on which rank you are. In yeah, he's not a legitimate prince, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's just beautiful. Anyways, but um, it was just very important that. Um, oh no! We gotta navigate traffic. No, get on the busy freeway. Oh gosh, zombies and okay, we're good. Okay. Go ahead. So back to Yuki. So, uh, you see Yuki, he's super popular, and all the girls love him, or at least some of them. Um, but then you actually start, at some point, you actually start seeing Yuki's other side of him. Like, all they know is like, oh, like, Yuki's kind of mysterious, but he's like so beautiful and stuff. But then, you know, away from school, away from that uh, environment, he's actually just uh, a guy that has self-esteem issues. Mm. So are all the characters like that? Miss Roarflu, are they all vulnerable or they all have their uh their crosses to bear in, in With, their like in their, the thing yeah. is is that I have to try I'm trying as hard as I can without putting all of the information that the manga puts in. Uh, I have to try and like not think too much about it. But the anime, I think it does do pretty well with uh, the development of the, stu uh, of the students. They are students. Uh, but Yuki, 
you do get to see the sides where it's kind of like he is kind of mysterious there's the first episode when he tries to help out uh toru and a little bit spoilers um helps out toru after a landslide like mm-hmm. all of her stuff was destroyed um, sucked. and so like you know toru had lost her mom and the only family she had was her grandpa and then the which was on her dad's side who had passed away as well and everyone else other than the grandpa didn't like her so um you know like she's just so so kind-hearted and she tries so hard to stay positive even though it hadn't even been so like too long of like since her mother's accident which uh unfortunately killed her yeah uh but yeah the um development with the fact that yuki came into her life but not only that you had toru coming into yuki's life it's at first you're like oh well yuki's so nice like you know he helped out toru but then like it uh throughout the series you see that it's not truly about um yuki helping toru of course but it's actually toru helping yuki and the thing is is that and that basically happens with every like uh character of the soma family once it's not uh like they do like some of them you know help out toru in like little instances and stuff but it actually really is about the fact that um toru enters into a person's life and just literally nurtures can nurture a person that has been deprived of the love that not even their parents can give it's beautiful (laughs) and also that was that was uh I, I couldn't have said that any better. I wouldn't have said that as good as that. Anyway, um, yeah, I absolutely agree. But I feel there's one thing you didn't mention. One of the most crucial and unique aspects besides the character develop, development in this anime. Um, and that's the relationship. The special relationship. When What happens when Taru touches any of the men or boys of the soma family and that and then yeah so um both in the anime and the manga do, do mention that um mainly from uh shigure soma the dog he basically said that whenever the uh a person from of the opposite sex or uh gender hugs a member of the soma family they turn into their zodiac animals. Now, is that hug or just touch? Like, if if I like if if Taru went and touched Kyo's um, hand, no. he wouldn't transform. No. Oh, I've always thought about that. It was, it was like not, she yeah, t- oh, okay. like, she has to hug him. I mean, there are t- instances where like Kyo has like you know did a little like touch on Toru or something. But yeah, it's more like an embrace. Ah, uh, I I never picked up on that i thought it was just like any contact whatsoever i was like how do these guys go to school they're surrounded by girls how are they not getting turned into animals uh every time they're they're touched but they had to be hugged so i guess is that what kind of made him uh, um uh is that did that add to kyo's um um not kyo uh the prince yuki well, both Kyo and Yuki, but Yuki, did that add to his mysterious factor? Like, the fact that he would not, 
he kind of kept his distance from people, yeah. especially the, uh, you know, females, because if he hugged somebody, he would turn into a rat. He turned yes. into a rat, right? Oh, okay, yeah. So, yes, yeah. he will turn into a rat. Um, I mean, yeah, like, so they have been touched, like, by people, but, like, if it's an embrace, I, I, I feel like that's a better word to use rather than hugged. Yeah. If it's like kind of like an embrace or like too much body exposure from an, uh, the opposite sex, because there is an instance where um, the very beginning where uh, Toru uh, gets like hit on the head by uh, um, uh, some wood plywood that fell from a roof. And, like, it hits her on the head and it kind of, like, knocks her out a little bit. And she falls uh, on to Kyo and Yuki. And so, it, but she didn't hug them or anything. Uh, oh, but they all, oh, I think I remember this yeah, scene. And they so all they, transformed. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, a rat, is that the first time they transformed? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. She's like, a rat and a cat? I think what? It was there was another instance where it kind of happened. I mean, and, and then the, the other dude turned into a dog. Was So if it was that first transformation scene, there were three animals, right? Yeah. So it was Yuki who turned into a rat, Kyo who turned into a dog, and then who was the older brother? What was his name? Oh, no, the cousin? Or a cousin. cousin. Well, whatever. Um, the, the, the cousin. Shigure. Shigure turned into a dog. And she's like, animals? What? Which sounded awesome with Laura Bailey's voice, I'll admit. Because you've had show me all the English clips, even though, on YouTube. Even though I watched it in the Japanese. But, but yeah, so I thought that was a pretty cool aspect of it. You know, it, it made the relationships unique and it added to the characters. Because, you know, you had Kyo, the cat... Who, you know, he's very standoffish, kind of like a cat. And he stays away from people. And then, of course, Yuki turns into a rat. And, you know, it just adds to his mysterious factor. Why doesn't he let us touch him? But overall, I, I just feel just the character, just the way you laid out the character relationship between, like, Toru, nurture, nurturing, nurturing, uh, all the characters. I just think it was awesome. And they really did need her as much as they, as they needed they needed her as much as she needed them there we go i'm just getting all tongue twisted but yeah um i think this is awesome anime like i said in in my review that i'll do eventually on this podcast i will and we'll do it together really to, to really get into it but um Hey, I, I really, I, I give a really high score. I give it 9 out of 10, and I rarely give anime a 9 out of 10. Like, it rarely ever gets, you know, up there. Because, you know, it's just, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So, do you have any final words, any final thoughts, uh, any uh, final persuading, I don't know, thoughts that you would like to throw out there to persuade folk to watch this again? Or to well, watch it? Uh, well, place? for you, yeah. I can say that... Your 9 out of 10, even it, it, okay, so it sounds crazy. I, I can talk about how 100% it, since it kind of is, uh, in getting that 9 out of 10, but at the same time, I wouldn't change it unless you were to do the half point too, um, because of the fact that, oh, that's, that's my personal yeah, thing. your score. I guess. Uh, yeah. 
it's kind of hard like like I said earlier I'm still trying to like separate uh the manga from the anime because like that's that's a whole nother story that I would be talking about I don't know I might have to hijack your your, um, oh, the podcast, podcast sometimes. Yeah. You can do it. You can have a special episode. Just you. I'll, I'll okay, when you, I'll, I'll do it when you're sleeping. Oh, okay. But you got you got to teach me how to use it. I don't know yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You'll learn. You'll learn today, boy, girl, something, man, woman, boy, bear, pig uh-huh. thing. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is uh one of the things is that the fact that, you know, the manga, like, there's so much more. And you, I'm, pro, I'm pretty sure that everyone is still going to at least wonder after just watching the anime only. Like, okay, so what about, what about, um, you know, so-and-so? Like, yeah. what, what happens to this? Because I, I believe that you're probably going to think, but I thought this was a rom-com. You know, I thought this was supposed to be romantic. Like, what I there, it may feel like there was, but to me, there definitely wasn't. No, no, definitely, definitely not. But anyway, just just keep it straight. Like, we'll, we'll have to, I know it's hard, but we're trying to keep the manga out of it because we're just trying to promote the anime, which, you know, I mean. Of course, if you're going to promote the anime, of course you're going to promote the manga too. But let's just pretend like me, you're just watching anime. And yeah, you're, it's, it, you would think it was supposed to be promoted as a rom-com, but you don't really get the romantic aspects of it. But anyway, um, we just wanted to talk about why Fruits Basket was so awesome, and I feel Miss Rover Flute did an awesome job at I doing tried. that. You did. I, I had my little tangents. Yes, but it's okay because I go on tangents all the time. Have you not heard me do anime reviews? You have. But anyway, I feel like we're just driving in circles. Yeah, Where the heck? The Dang it. <laughs> I was like, we've been driving in the wrong direction for a while now. I don't feel Bye. like we're going anywhere. It, like I, like I said, guys, we're, we're, we're driving currently as we're doing this. And apparently when someone's... Uh, going on a tangent and they just start driving randomly but anyway guys um yeah fruits basket awesome anime highly highly recommend it it's a what does it call it dromcom what did you call it a dromcom not a romcom it's a dromcom anyway so if you're looking for an anime with a, a whole lot of just character depth and really i'm not even gonna promote any other aspect of this anime except for the character development. It's like, it's Naruto level character development without having to drag it on for as long as Naruto. And in fact, it was Naruto level develop, character development um, in, in a quarter of the episodes, you know? Like, they can do it instantaneously. You can fall in love with character instantaneously. And that's what I really love about it personally. But anyway, guys, uh, any final words, Mrs. Roar Flute? Uh... Once again, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. So we both highly recommend it. So this is Batman Live 2002. Uh, you can find me on social media. Go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and type in What's Awesome, W-A-S-A-S-U-M. And uh, you can find me there. And the focus of the week on my social media pages, focusing on anime that deserve a second season and I've already talked about uh, Mob Psycho and then uh, uh, One Punch Man, which already has a confirmed second season. 
And, uh, you know, they, and so the whole week is that's the focus. It's just talking about anime that just really deserves a second season. And um, you can follow Miss Roar Flute. Go to Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, all that stuff. Type in, oh, YouTube. That's right. She started a YouTube channel where she plays uh, anime music on her flute. And it is so freaking awesome. And I'll be guest starring with my own flute action from time to time. But anyway, so type in, what's your YouTube channel? Um... It is Rora Flute 3, and that is actually on all of the platforms that I have. They are also, they are, they are all Rora Flute 3, and I'll spell it for you, R-O-U-R-A-F-L-U-T-E 3. Yeah, so if you want to see what she looks like, very beautiful, if I no, do say so myself. My face. Yeah, well, you see enough. Um, and, um... Yeah, check her out there. But then you also have your social media um, um, and your website, which is 2danime.com. 2danime.wordpress.com, where she writes about music, musically-fueled anime. <laughs> musically, that sounds weird. Anime about music. So uh, follow her. Follow me, and I don't think I get my website, whatsawesome.com. But anyway, so I'm at whatsawesome.com. She's at 2 d dot tootie yeah tootie dot wordpress dot com yeah yeah and tootie anime dot wordpress dot com but anyway guys uh until next time stay with awesome people